Well, listen. And it changed your name. Everyone's heard the topic of non-duality, yes? Yeah, pretty much. You know, every other thing you may want to hear, it's nice to have it affirmed and to be uh, described so that there's some motivation or some interest. But in this case, uh, it's more of a negation. It's not an affirmation. We're not practicing we are the one. We're just seeing we're not two. Yeah? And that direction, that direction doesn't change. Yeah, there's, because we are that which would like to be, you know, there's a drive to affirm something that we already are. And then when what we're not affirming it, it's reinforcing what we're not. Yes, this is what happens. This is what happens. This is how the word awakening can be a super drag for people who are in this business of trying to get something or enlightenment's even worse. Why? You would think awakening would be a very beautiful clarion call, but the way the mental state works is it hears that and then it's has it has either a, an idea that it's not awake or it is awake, yeah? So it's always a dualistic expression from its contact with that message, with awakening or enlightenment. It's so much more to me, much more valuable to negate what we're not because that is the dominant role, yeah? If we are reality and yet there's no sense of it whatsoever, right where we are as reality, there must be something going on, yeah, that sort of obscures the obvious. It has to be, yeah. And that obscuring of the obvious couldn't happen in the state of no time, but it can appear to happen in time. So the mental state is busy claiming what's happening to imply there's a someone, yeah. And it will, it will hear this message and imply there's a someone who heard the message. It will. Yeah, non-duality isn't a unique message. It's a very unique message, but it'll be treated like every other message. It'll be claimed to imply I'm the hero of the message, yeah? This is why non-duality is a form of negation. It's negating that. It's not affirming the fact that we are because we are. It doesn't need any affirmation, yeah? You'll find out, but the, the negation of what we're not seems to be necessary for that obvious affirmation of what we are. It's just the way it goes. So uh, that's how it worked with me, yeah, in a sense. I went to satsangs and the same pattern or habit or programming that I went to everything else up was applying. And it started to feel a little strange, especially when I was at a meeting and there was one person that everyone thought was some, had something that everyone else didn't have. They were the awake and we're the unawake, which is what? What is that, what is that an example of? That's an example of two-ness, yes? So there's the one who has it and the others that don't have it, yeah? This is the message, everyone is it. 
Yeah, everyone is it. There's no selective uh, specialness. Yeah, it's a basic fact that we're awake. Yeah, that that which we are is awake. We can seem to be awake to that idea or we can seem to be asleep to that idea as the action figure. But the whatever condition the action figure is believing it's in doesn't change the fact of that inherent condition. That's the good news, yeah? The good news, thinking shit doesn't make it so, yeah? Feeling shit doesn't make it so. Yeah. So as soon as I started to see, you know, <laughs> you know, all I am is consciousness, you know, I am void, whatever, that wasn't really working, because that the action figure was walking around with more weight. Yeah, emptiness was a heavy, heavy weight on the action figure. That's funny, isn't it? Nothing had was a huge weight on the action figure, because the action figure says, I got to get some nothing. I've got to arrive at that emptiness. Yeah. It, it was full of itself, <laughs> entertaining emptiness, yeah? So this is just a simple, instead of, and just see, see if it's true. Has, not, I'm not saying you have done it, but has there been a looking for what we are from what we're not? Has there been a looking for what we are from or as what we're not, yeah? If that's the case, and it hasn't worked, yeah, instead of blaming and going over and over and how a failure you are and everything else, why not we just switch it and go, let's look at that, yeah, the looking for what we are as what we're not from what we are. It's available. It's just a, it's not changing anything. It's just the emphasis shifts. Instead of, being emphasizing what you're not, there's an emphasis of what you are. So you now see what you're not looking for what you are from what you are. That's why you start laughing a lot. That's why it's truly hilarious. <laughs> it just cracks you up all the time. Yeah. And the thing is, to waste any more time trying to convince what you're not, <laughs> to be what you are already that which you are is being it's just i don't see any point to it anymore yeah if it's run its course it's time to get off the dead horse yeah yeah and just see the activities in your head and just see if the narration or what you're hearing if there's certain patterns and there's some certain fundamental themes and one of them is an exact uh, contrast to the statement by a great Zen master, Hoang Po. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. Yeah, just a beautiful statement. Whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. All right, listen to the head. The head pictures you as a thing, yeah? The head claims the perceiving and says, no, no, the perceived is what's perceiving. You can't be more opposite than that. Yeah. It's not a very subtle sh shift. It's huge. It's like a bizarro world, really. We're trying to.
get into what we're not out of and we're trying to get out of what we're not in you can't be more more extreme than that it's not like a subtle little no it's bizarro world like in dc comics it's like everything is the opposite or like that's that episode of seinfeld when george constanza falls upon a great new strategy he's going to do exactly the opposite of what he thinks he should do so he walks up to the girl at the counter and says I'm a bum. I haven't, don't have a job. I live with my parents. I'm 42 years old. And, and the girl goes, Hey, do you want to have lunch? <laughs> it blows his mind because it's, that is working more than all of his conniving and f- trying to figure shit out. Yes. So yes, non-duality, not two. All right. Where can I find the two? Right where you're sitting. <laughs> That's your your the sense of Paul is like a hybrid. Yeah, it's like uh, the mental state has wedded the subjectivity to the object. Yeah. So now we think the object is what's subject. Yeah, <laughs> and the subject is an object. It's insane. It is. So, oh, I've heard this before, but have you heard it before? Truly. If you've been the hearer of it before, you haven't heard it before. Yeah. If the hearing of it is jumped over and you're now the hearer of the message, that's not hearing the message. The hearer of the message is not what's hearing the message. The message is about you're not the hearer of the message. <laughs> That's the whole point. Yeah. The whole point of seeing selfing isn't that I'm going to stop selfing. You never started selfing. The feeling that you can stop and start something is the product of selfing. The feeling of being the one that could start or stop something, that's the product of the selfing. That's what it's wanting to produce. Yeah. It's working perfectly when people call me and go, oh, I really understand the selfing. And then the next morning they call me, I've been selfing all day. No, you haven't been selfing all day. There's been selfing implying a you that's now worked. And now the you is stating I've been selfing all day. That's exact opposite, isn't it? There's the selfing that implies a self. And then the self says it's doing all the selfing. You can't get more extreme than that. It's like going completely different directions. So when you hear a description of what you are, and then you hear this description, you can't say it's the same. It's not the same message in a way. The essence of it is, but the direction is completely different. Yeah. We're questioning, we're not questioning the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, the touching, the smelling. We're questioning the hearer, the feeling, the taste, the touch, the thinker. That's what we're questioning, really, by describing it. Yeah. To mo- most people are going to jump off of who am I. They just can't take it much. You know, they'll go, who am I for a day? And then the, the head will say me and they'll go, okay, <laughs> that's the end of the inquiry. Yes. So let's even bypass that. Let's just use negation. Yeah. 
just to see what you're not. You've been listening to it forever. I mean, you should be able to recognize it by now. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to do an extreme. You don't have to jump into an extreme act of selfing. There's plenty of it. You don't. Yeah. You don't have to have a special like a like a natural preserve to watch selfing in the wild. You're right here. Is you're the you're the awareness of the selfing. Yeah. All you need is maybe an understanding to see it in a different light. Yeah. To see the selfing is not, oh, that's just me doing shit. No, it isn't. It's shit doing a me. Yeah. It's completely different. Completely. Something is listening to that which is talking, isn't there? There's something that can understand sound. Something is hearing it. Do you truly believe it's you as the hearer? Do you believe your ears are actually what's hearing things? Or do they facilitate hearing? Yeah? Yeah, so, you know, I started, you know, I got moved in a way in recovery to share, and then it went somewhere else. And then I hit a ceiling, and that ceiling, something told me, there's no point of going any further, because if you don't see it, you're going to look from it, yeah? If you don't see the, the imaginary birth of self through the selfing, yeah? If you don't see that, you're going to be looking at it from self. You're going to be looking at everything from self. Yes, you have. It's almost like at a bar when they slip you a Mickey, something has slipped you an interpretation of living. Yeah. Instead of like, why do they have those? The Shirley Temple, it's the Paul Hedeman. You just love it. You just drink it all day. (laughs) You're a fucking drug addict. You're an alcoholic concerning Paul Hedeman can't get enough and none of it and and nothing's ever satisfying it's just more and more and more yeah you don't see it you don't see the head does it is it safer if you read it in a book but you have it right here it's right in front of you. The key is is an understanding, really. And that's the understanding of non-duality. It's not my understanding. It comes from that idea. The premise is being ourselves reality and then moving to see what we're not. Not chanting, I am reality, I'm reality. No, immediately looking at what we're not. Because that what we're not is the obstruction, seeming obstruction, of reality blocking itself off as reality, yeah? It's so engaged in this activity of selfing, it seemingly forgets that it is what's looking and it's busy looking for. And that's the blindness of reality to being reality, is looking for it as us. As us looking for reality is the greatest mystery because it's reality wanting to attain reality, as Ramana Maharshi puts it, yeah? 
the greatest mystery of all mysteries is reality wanting to tame reality. Don't you see that mystery being hatched right where we are? If you don't believe or have a sense or a feeling, and it's fine not to, that you are reality, then fucking go get busy, man. You better start looking for it. But in fact, if you see the looking for it is an obscuring of it, yeah, then maybe there'll be a stop in the looking for it and you'll and you'll be seeing from it. Yeah, you'll sense it finally, not as a not as a result of a lot of work or effort or conditional situations like retreats, but as an everyday like dog shit awareness, it'll just be on having nothing to do with your qualifications or your requirements it is just is yeah always available at all times right where you are with no requirement necessary other than the ones we make up yeah so to me the message or the understanding of non-duality negates a lot of misunderstandings it does and when those start to fall, something that's obvious becomes obvious. Like in Zen, you know, you'll see blue is blue and red is red. Yeah, there'll be a clarity. Not like it's a newfound clarity. There'll be a clarity. And when the clarity becomes obvious, you'll know it in your bones. It's always been this way. Just like the idea of arriving at the other shore upon having never left. Yeah. When does the arriving end and the realization on having never left establish? Yeah. Or do we or are we addicted to arriving? Arriving. Because every time we arrive, it's based on having never left. So did the arrival produce that? because it gets disputed immediately as long as soon as you arrive the whole arrival gets disputed on having never left yeah <laughs> it's a complete negation of the arrival <laughs> on having never left <laughs> you can't arrive where you already are it's impossible you'd have to be dreaming you're not there This isn't about constantly telling the truth. There's a telling of the truth and then things collapse, yeah? And then there's a being convinced. And now what you're resting on is sound, yeah? And reliable. And then these mystical qualities of being able to enjoy peace of mind become readily available, yeah? You're not trying to get into the moment because you truly know you can't be out of a moment. Yes. So the whole effort of reading all those books of how to get into the moment is dismissed. (laughs) Reading all those books really led to the realization I've never been out of a moment. They never led to getting into a moment, have they? They usually succeed by failing you and you realize I can't get into what I'm not out of. Yeah, (laughs) it's impossible. I can't arrive. And every time I do upon having never left, (laughs) 
when, when does when does the interest in the arrival wane? Yeah, I would think it would be quick. Yeah, a few on having never left sort of disputes all the arriving. <laughs> then where, what what are you left with then? <laughs> Here and now. <laughs> Is this all there is? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be so much more. <laughs> Only four people witnessed me today having bright, clear eyes. Fuck. I thought I'd have more evidence than that. <laughs> it's just some, I know, I feel like we have the ability to be convinced we do where the knowing god is being god as ramana says yeah there's no intermediate stages it's just when i'm not seeing what you're not you find out what you are you want to give it a name who cares it's a being there's an onness i don't think there's any off switch and it has no what I think is incredibly relevant has no effect on it. <laughs> yeah, my condition really doesn't presuppose its condition. Its condition overrides whatever physical, mental, emotional, circumstantial conditions I may be in. It does it all the time. Not through effort, it just outshines it all. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so happy to. Uh, If we get into the habit of constantly moving, we don't know what it's like to stop. Yeah. It's incredible when shit stops. Yeah. There's a relief there, a relief. You can't, you can't understand it because all your ideas of relief is on the go. Yeah. It's always based on movement, but really the relief is from the movement, yeah? The seeking and all this stuff, there's a loss of interest in it all, yeah? And that which seems so hard to find is readily available. So no matter how I try to focus and concentrate my mind, I always seem to miss it. Now that my mind is panoramic, it's always, always, always there. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, anyone who's who's running the show here tonight? Michael, David, a new. Um, what you ready for hands? You ready for questions or comments? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anybody want to raise their hand? Hey, Paul. Hi, Anu. Hey, Anu, how are you? Yeah, hi. Um, I had a question and a share. Um, the share is that, you know, it's like you have the you have the little rubber duckies that kids play with in the bathtub. I kind of, you know, like the, um, I feel like um, before my mind would get dragged down into whatever um, 
things it, it like to think about. Now it's like something just pushes it back out. It's like, you know, it's, uh, um, so I might go down for a deep dive, but like there's something just kind of just, it. I don't stay there as long as I used to. So, you know, not any effort that I'm making, but that is such a relief um, not to be mulling things over for hours or days or weeks. And uh, so that, um, I think it's just from this, maybe just attending this satsang, you know, something happened. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, the question that I had was about time. I'm sorry, go ahead. I think the word's buoyant, Anu. You're buoyant. Yes, buoyant, yeah, yeah that's a good word. <laughs> yeah. Um, the question that I had was about time. I, I feel like um, usually uh, when things are really hard, it's just the idea of it's going to be like that for a very long time or, or it's going to you know, continue to be like this for a very long time. You know, uh, why is this time so difficult or the idea? I mean, how does that all fit into... Um, Well, there's not, it's not necessarily the, the, the time, it's the belief in time. Yeah. And the belief in time has strength because it, it's presented as you believe in time. Yeah. Yeah. So time, the idea of time being presented in the head, it's the belief in it that gives it weight. It doesn't have any weight of itself. Yes. Where are the dreaming here? Like, remember that statement as an obse observational uh, thesis, so to speak, which is lesson two of the course, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. So when you're talking about time, you're giving it the meaning. Yeah, not you as a new, but what we represent. Yeah, this whole event of dreaming. Yeah, the dreamt is not that which is dreaming, obviously. The dreamt is, yeah, there's things are going on. And one of the uh, takes of the Course in Miracles was our role as the dreaming that we're giving everything all the meaning it has. So just remember that the meaning time seems to have and that meaning how it's affecting you is delivered from the dreaming, yeah. Yeah. So if I see that it's not a new that believes it, mm -hmm. there's an opening there, or I just lose interest because it is a new believing it, <laughs> which is another way it goes. Yeah, and that's a pretty nice way. And then you'll see then that when time gets presented in the head, it won't have the weight it used to have. Yeah, because it never had it on its own. It's been given it. Yeah. Let's just say like the consequential event is, is the, uh, is like the last stage of meaning being given to non things and things. Yes. So if there's heaviness there, you're not going to find lightness. Probably the lightness is down, you know, prior to the delivery, so to speak, yeah? So you just tell the truth about what you see, that the head the head really believes in this, but that doesn't mean it's you that believes in it. 
Yeah. Just question uh, who's someone who's feeling weighed down by thoughts of the future or, um, okay. Yeah, the who isn't you, obviously. But then again, you can't just uh, nonchalant. Well, you can, but sometimes if the weight's not there, you can't just say that. You may need to do something to just distract yourself so you feel a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be uh, like a non-dual martyr. Yes, it doesn't work. Just help this help what you're not when it needs it. Don't say it's not me drowning. Well, yeah, I don't I don't like that to me isn't a very wise view. Yeah. So we were talking to a lady the other night and she was describing how she seems to really be up the ass of self then you know, you need to have the divine proctologist's number on your nightstand, yes? And then get it pulled out and then, you know, you have another breath to be and you'll see things differently, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when someone describes like they're really up the ass of self, I'm not gonna tell them there's no self and, you know, no ass and shit like that. I'll just say, distract it, do some service or something, yeah? Because that's a temporary condition that's being cast as a infinite one, so to speak, by the head. Yeah. Right. So you just treat it. You feel better in five minutes or something. Yeah. yeah. Or different. Yeah. That's so amazing. Um, if you just wait for like a few minutes, you feel different. Mostly, you know, if you can just. Yes. It's amazing. It's so. Yes, amazing. because you kick, the, you kick the can down the road. You see, if there's a, if you act on it or not you, but if there's an action that comes from that, then it produces consequences, sort of like it lays down some flypaper and then there's a sticking, yeah? So like with addiction, it would be obvious. You would follow a thought and do something and get arrested and then you'd be in jail, yeah? And then you'd have to go to a rehab and all these effects would occur based on that decision based on self, you know? on what you're not. So this is a way it extends its relevance, yeah? So the beautiful thing is to see it in the blueprint room before you, you know, you you wake up in owning a house you didn't want to move into, yeah? So you see the blueprint and uh, it saves you a lot of time and shit, yeah? Which is one of the in, uh, intentions of the Course of Miracles is to save you time. So let's get down to the exact nature of it all. And there's a saving of time there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of shit that used to just jump out and make a big splash out here doesn't like the diving board's been taken off out of the pool. You can't you can't get enough jump to fucking make a big like one of those when you do that whatever double barrel thing or you know, the, when you hold your body and you hit the water, you need a nice, you know, diving board to give you that oomph to make the big splash. That's gone now. <laughs> it doesn't have the trampoline, like, tighted tight to 50th power, you know, where you, woo! No, it just dribbles out. <laughs> Easily to clean up and to forget. It doesn't leave much of a mark, you know what I mean? Yeah? 
Thank you so yeah. much. Thanks. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, if you don't have a sound base, anything goes. Shit can sell you anything, yeah? The head can sell you, you're gonna be destitute tomorrow, you know, in the head. If you don't, if you don't have a sound base, you get blown by a mental wind. It was like the story with the rug, you know, because I was very clear I didn't have a house, I was not gonna buy a rug. I don't care how great it was or how great, you know, they could have, I'll, they'll carry it back to America. I could care, no, I'm not, I don't have a house. But there's no need. It's sort of like, I'm not going to buy that vacuum cleaner if I don't have rugs. You know, if I have hardwood floors, you know, sorry. But what if I have no idea, I'll, I'll buy fucking everything. Yes? This is what happens with the head. This is how what's not happening constantly gets sold because what's happening isn't really rooted in what's happening. It's up in this mental realm just participating in what's not happening avidly yeah so basically it has no rock it has no it doesn't have anything stable you are the stability you're looking for and you can find it in one breath one breath could end a whole huge dispute you just take a breath and realize yes yeah Just because it's empty and void of thingness doesn't mean it's not solid. It's incredibly solid, what we are. Yeah? It gives you like a, an anchor. It gives you a thing, and you're just not going to buy the shit you used to buy all day. <laughs> you just won't. You get bored of it. Yeah? You know what I mean? <laughs> You know how sometimes you'd have someone call you and they just complain for 30 minutes and then you try to avoid those calls. Yeah, that's what happens in your own head. You try to avoid your head just like you you do avoid your head, just like you used to avoid that friend. (laughs) You just it just doesn't you know what I mean? You're not interested in it. <laughs> but if you're resting in what you're not, really, yes, if that's your base, it's baseless. Yeah, it doesn't have any solidity. Yeah, you'll be convinced and unconvinced in an hour. Yeah, you'll vow to, you know, sacrifice your life to the way, and then you'll be consuming. 28 flavors at Baskin and Robbins after eight hours at Walmart or something. You know what I mean? It, won't, it doesn't hold any water, really. Yeah. So this is true. You are what you're looking for. Yeah. Now that you found it, seemingly, there's a rest. It isn't always, it just doesn't stop as you are what you're looking for. There's consequences here when you see that. One of the consequences is the action figure travels lighter, beyond its ability, way beyond its ability, yeah? A lot of other things happen when you are what you've been looking for. (laughs) I mean, it's not like just, oh, what's looking is what you're looking for. 
No, there's in time when that gets established, there's effects of that. Yeah, huge effects. Yeah, you are what you're looking for. Is severely going to shift what you're looking for. Obviously, yes. <laughs> it, it's like bingo. The light goes on that nothing ever ever hit that light. That ring never happened until whammo, you heard in non-duality and it hit, yeah? Like an unspoken yes, or like the last answer. There was a ring to it that was different than all the other amazing places you would go to and then leave and then another amazing place, yeah? It rang true and it is true, yeah? Being ourselves reality, not to describe it conceptually, but be free from the interest in conceptions, yeah? Not just one conception, just the whole, the whole system of conceptions, especially concerning this one topic of being what we are, doesn't work, yeah? Conceptions of it do not lead you to where you already are. They seem to lead you astray in a sense, yes? So the seeker is the sort. I'm telling you, that engine of seeking is going to downshift. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> These things aren't meant to be a stone you pick up on your dry on your trip of seeking. They stop the picking up of stones. Yeah? The message stops the picking up of stones. Maybe you'll stop and just look at it, and that'll be the last stone you pick up. And you'll just be looking at it, and there'll be a being convinced. Yeah? Seriously. You don't see, you know what an effect? What's looking is what you're looking for has when it lands. You're going to be in for it anew because it's landed already. So what you're describing now is just the beginning. Yeah. 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 Instead of now thinking all the water is chaotic and rough, you'll realize the real depth of the water where it's quiet, yes, and clear. And the surface is included, but being constantly concentrating on the surface is excluding the rest. The rest doesn't exclude the, the chaotic surface, yeah? The ocean doesn't, doesn't deny a recognition of the wave as the ocean even though it's appearing as a wave, the ocean is very clear that it's the ocean, yeah? It's the wave that needs a little convincing. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah? The wave finally arriving at the ocean on having never left. What happens? Ocean, that's sort of like us, yeah? 
you arrive over and over again, and then there's a belief that you left over and over again, and every time you arrive, it's obvious on having never left. That's not going to go on infinitely. <laughs> it's, there's going to be an end to it. Yeah, you're gonna, you're the the ball that your eye used to follow. Your eye won't follow that ball that bounces back into not arrive. You know, having to arrive. Yeah, you will. You'll see it, but you won't be moving with it. Yeah, you'll see it. That which can never, never get on having never left. All it can get that, maybe I'll get it if I arrive, yeah? You'll see through it. It's going to end, yeah? That will be a moot point in your life on having, you will not believe you have arrived anywhere except stores and shit like that in this world. <laughs> you won't, you won't, you will not, that one will just uh, fade out, yeah? Yeah. This is the depth of non-duality. What other thing did you ever meet that its main thrust was negation, really? Because it's so positive that you are what you're looking for. It just negates all the shit that's telling you different. Yeah. And then when it gets negated, it's like it's always been this way. That's what, or they can say it on having never left. There's a lot of ways of saying it, but that's the feeling, yeah? So after 30 times of seemingly forgetting and arriving, it ends sooner or later, yeah, yeah. The mental states keeps buying the tickets, but you're not on the plane. <laughs> you're at the destination already. <laughs> yeah. There's peace there, really. There is. There's peace here. So nice to see you, Anu. I've been. It's been a pleasure to watch you. And uh, yes, yeah, I, I really enjoy watching people's facial structures change. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're like a piece of art, you know, and you can tell when Michelangelo's cutting out the granite or fucking, you know, Wiley Coyote up there looking for some shit. <laughs> it's just, uh, you can tell by the, you know, that an artist is at work. Yeah. 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 So thank you, honey. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, thank everybody in the group too. It's been amazing to be part of uh, uh, this community. Thank you. Thanks, Anu. Anybody else want to raise their hand? And while we're giving them a second, I wanted to bring up how the one of the cool references in, in the course about time is that time is guilt. Yeah, that as far as um, what you, as far as any experience of time being bad, right? That's, and of course, all the other sub subplots that happen that cover it up. So like, you're planning because you want to avoid, you know, the guilt. And that maybe temporarily makes you feel happy because you're looking forward to it you know, whatever you just planned on. 
Um, but um, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But just realize it's not you that's looking forward. Yeah, no, to no. It. I mean, and the degree to which course students go to, to to try to really get that under their belt, all the different things. It's just worse. Yeah. Oh my God. Not only is not only is guilt bad, but time is guilt. Oh my God. I mean, you just, it's just it's horrible. <laughs> but I, I just it's just interesting to entertain how that's the only problem with time is, you know, if your guilt is actually expecting to be getting paid back in the future. Well, let's look at what the head would do with the course with 365 lessons. Mm -hmm. If you only do 363, you really blown it. <laughs> the two most important lessons you skip probably. <laughs> the head will have a field day with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did them all. Maybe one or two was enough. Who knows? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that goes to like, that's like also giving some, someone something to do because they're assumed requirements, right? So like 12 steps, that can't be right. That can't be enough. Okay. Well, here's 365. And for some people, you know, that gives them that up window of opportunity. Right. But then obviously for that's right. plenty of others, it's, <laughs> It, it doesn't. So. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did that. I, uh, did the I, Osho had a, you know, had a dynamic meditation or something in an instruction. It should have been done for three months. And I think I was 18 and I did it for two months and 28 days. I don't know what it was. I stopped two days short and, and my head did have a field day with it a little bit when I'm younger. Why did I stop? Was I not ready? All that kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran into a I ran into a guy in uh, New England. I was giving a talk early days, and he said he was at something. And they said if you held this posture for sixteen minutes, something would happen. And he said he said what should I have done? I said you should have held it for seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> And it's fine, but you see how the head, you give it the tiny littlest morsel, it'll just fucking build a cake out of it, yeah? Yeah, so that's why it's beautiful. There's nothing to get here, yeah? Truly nothing to get, that's the beauty of it, yeah? It doesn't give the head any wiggle room to add miles or distance or fucking degrees, it's just, being ourselves reality. Hmm. Yeah, that puts a kibosh on a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and being ourselves reality isn't based on you believing it. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fact. Being ourselves reality is the stabilized fact. Yeah. Now all the shenanigans get that can happen and it doesn't change that fact. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Really. Hmm. I don't see any questions currently. That's a successful night. Yeah, I think Johannes might have had his hand up, but it went down. I like that. Yeah, I like when the hand goes up and then goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Is it working? 
You know, the idea of time, let me just throw this out. The one we use with the dreams, yeah, at night. So the dream, one dream, you're having a five seconds uh, slurp, you know, gulp of a soda, yeah? And then you wake up. The next night you have a 300 year epic. You've gone through eight incarnations, yeah? And you wake up. There's no time difference, does it? The 300 year dream doesn't demand a six month waking up period. You just wake up just like you did to the five second. Obviously, there's something that's being revealed there. The time in the dream has no effect when you awake from the dream. Yes? The 300 years don't mean shit when you awake from the dream. Well, in the same sense, the thing with this awakened dream is we don't have a morning. Yeah? So we, we, we wake up in a way... We just like transition from one aspect of dreaming to another, but we believe the, uh, the second one is real. Yeah. Because we don't have a morning like the first one has, you know, usually most people wake up and then they see that which was scaring the shit out of them. Wasn't that scary because it wasn't real. Yes. This is the thing here. You can have, you can be awake that you're dreaming in the awake dreaming, yeah? The effects still happen and shit like that, but you're not buying it as real because you sense a reality that's not of it. It doesn't look like it comes or goes or takes changes shapes and are different sizes and all this and all that and doesn't have an end time. <laughs> it just is. So, uh, yeah. Obviously, time is an aspect of the dreaming, yeah, so. The head is trippy. Didn't you notice in the head uh, when you were having a really good time, you got suspicious that you didn't deserve it or someone's going to find out you're a fraud. But the next hour, you feel bad and you're thinking it's the beginning of a lifelong depression. (laughs) It sort of felt like the thing with kibosh on the good and just stretch out to seeming bad. I mean, do you want that to be playing the instrument called a new? No. No. So there's a possibility. Yeah. See what you're not and you'll be taken over by what you are. Yeah. There you have it. So not like you haven't been taken over but there'll be a sense of it. Yeah. So, hey, any, no questions? We'll say goodnight, eh? Well, no. That usually gets a question to come up. I threaten goodbye. I don't see anything right now. Let's see. All right. Well, let's say, let's start saying goodbye. And you know, everyone, Mike is going to be moving soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to have him on Wednesday nights, I hope. Yes? Mike. Michael? Yeah. Michael will be coming back on Wednesday night. Yeah, once Saturday. I'm settled, I can do both Wednesday and Saturday. And yeah, yeah, Mike. Where are you, you moving to, Mike? To, hmm? uh, to Western Massachusetts. Now Mexico, huh? No, oh, Western Massachusetts. <laughs> oh. Not Mexico. Mexico is, uh, another property. Uh, 
He's got a property in Mexico. Good. Yeah, he's got yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, you we uh I'm just so happy I met you and you just uh deserve all the credit for most of the shit that happens and the organizational service and bitch slap. And my yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Always truly reliable. Truly a reliable friend. So very appreciating to feel so, like I need to be reliable. What? Relieved of having to mm -hmm. feel like I need to be reliable or supposed to. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Now let's go to another case called Kerry in Hawaii. Yes, there he is. Nice Mike, to see Mr. You. Reliable, Mike. <laughs> Hey, reliable, Kerry. Uh, first thing I about Kerry when I was there, we'd be driving, he would be driving, and he'd be looking at me telling me a story while I was looking out the windshield. And he would spend most of the time not looking at this road we were on. It's the pan panoramic view. Panoramic ball. Focus. Panoramic. I try to get I try to get the message through by just looking out the windshield and not looking at him, but he just kept you know yeah, no. hey you're great. safe you're safe yeah hey thanks tonight man i lied so hard tonight for some reason oh my god <laughs> all right good to see you carrie we got david b david b there he is yeah we got tyler nice to see tyler e we got uh robert french is coming in nice to see him also, I wanted to uh, announce, I had forgotten somewhat, we're going to have a Zoom retreat in March. I think it's up already posted on the event. I don't know what we're going to do with Europe, so I have to talk to them. But I think it's 100 bucks for the both days, and uh, I think it'll be nice. I'm going to speak three times a day and go off on it. And uh, Yeah, so... Uh, you can take a look at that. And then we have the one in June in Colorado and September in Italy. So, yeah, this may be the year of the retreat this year. I'm sorry, what's the one in March then? You said, you did say March. It's March something, it's a, a Zoom. We're going to do a Zoom like I did a couple, like last summer for that nothing group, but we're just doing it on our own. Actually, Julie and Dimitri, the people that run the, who did the website, they've, they've set it up. So we're going to do three talks a day, Saturday and Sunday. I think or it's going to cost a post? It's up there already, I think. Yeah. Oh, did I, Dimitri do it? Yeah. Uh, oh, Dimitri okay. did it. And there's, uh, there's the way of reserving and stuff. So yes, that'll be in about three weeks. So we won't have that Saturday meeting probably. Uh, yeah, so those are the things happening all on the event page. And uh, yeah. And so let me finish saying goodbye. There's a new again. Nice to see you, honey. Robert French from New Zealand. Tommy, Ireland, Johannes. Nice to see you, Robert. Joyce, I think it's from her bet. She's got her new boat. Are you in your boat now, Joyce? Yes, I'm on the boat inside. It's cold out there. Yeah, that's great, honey. Nice to see you. I'm in here. 
Me too. Nice to see you. Yes. And Eileen, Eileen made the leap from Awakening Together to uh, Much Ado About Nothing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So we got Noor. I hope you're feeling better, Noor. Eh? All right? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, we got David S. He's uh, the curator of uh, special Australian breeds of dogs. I didn't know that until I, usually I don't get in until seven. I got in two minutes early and I found out that pertinent information. Thank you. We got Kenneth in Vancouver. Nice to see you, Kenneth. We got a... Uh, Boone, Jack G. Oh, Jack G. Jack G is making the rounds. Actually, I see him tonight. Yeah. Got yeah. a big beard now. We got Steve. Oh, Steve is uh got the video on. Nice to see you, Steve. Yeah. We got Clifford from Chiang Mai. Nice to see you, Clifford. We got uh Stefan on having never left. There you go. Alex from the Hudson Valley. We got uh, Miss Amelia. She looks like she fell asleep. Yeah, there she is. Ah, this is the most peaceful I've seen her in a while. Let me check her out. There she is. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tej, nice to see you, my friend. As always, Nina. Again, as always, Angie from uh south of toronto nice to see you hun very nice yeah we've got indigo indigo i think is up in seattle area there she is hey nice to see you hun. nice to see you too yeah we got julie julie from australia has graced us with her hi nice to see you. how are you good 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 very good it's good to see you yeah, now we got Vladislav. I think he's in Russia. No, I'm in Portugal. I'm back to Portugal. Oh, you're in Portugal again. Great. Yeah. It's four o'clock in the morning here. That's why it's a bit dark. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. go back to sleep, bro. Thanks for dropping in. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yep, we'll see. We'll talk. We'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll yep. be here Saturday. JP Vietnam. It's always a pleasure to hear both these guys, JP and Vlad. Let's see who else is here. Uh, we got Julian R, Susan K. Uh, we got who else? I think that's it. Let's see. Did I miss anyone here? Hey, thank you so much for tonight. Uh, uh, was a rousing affair and um, love seeing everyone and yeah we'll stay in touch eh hopefully all of us let the zoom community thrive yeah yeah see you see you later bye bye thank you Mike thanks again Mike and David thank you thanks Mike, when are you moving? <laughs>